If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. And on this podcast and on my platform, you'll mostly hear me talking about how to heal when you were the one who got dumped. However, in this episode today, I am going to talk about how to deal with a breakup and how to heal when you were the one that ended the relationship. And this question came to me in a DM last week, and I think it's a really important thing to address. Just because you were the one that ended a relationship does not mean, in all caps, does not mean that it isn't going to be just as painful. And I think oftentimes when we are the ones ending a relationship, it feels like we aren't justified in our negative emotions and feeling bad. You know, you might think, why would you be sad if you were the one that ended it? And that's just not the case. And I know I have many people in my Facebook group and my and in my community who are the ones that painfully had to end a relationship. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And relating back to my own personal experience, I have been dumped in relationships more times than not. But I have had several experiences in being the one that ends a relationship, and they have also been extremely painful. And in fact, I remember saying before one particular breakup that I wished that I had wished that I was the one getting dumped because it felt it almost felt easier to be the one that got dumped than the one that had to end the relationship. Not necessarily saying that's true, but pointing to the fact that it is really hard to be the one that ends a relationship. So in this episode, I am going to talk through five different ways to heal through a breakup if this is your situation. And if this is not your situation, if you were the one that got dumped, I would hang around and listen anyway because there will be some tidbits of information for you. You'll find that a lot of the tools that I'm recommending are going to be the same you know, regardless of what side of a breakup you were on, this episode is just going to be framed a little bit differently and catered to those who um, were the ones that did the breakup. So the first tip I wanted to share is to feel confident in your decision. 
it takes a lot of courage to end a relationship and a lot of the pain and discomfort that come from ending a relationship, I believe has to do with second guessing the decision. So I know for me, I, after I ended a a relationship, I would run through that relationship a million times in my head, making sure I was justified in hurting someone else. So I would go, you know, day by day through the relationship in my head thinking, well, it wasn't that bad. Maybe I was overreacting and just kind of going through that, like spiraling in my, in my head to make sure I felt justified. But I want you to know that no matter why you ended the relationship, whether it was a specific event like infidelity, maybe it was a difference in values or maybe future plans, maybe you wanted to get married, they didn't, you wanted kids, they didn't, or even if it was just because they were a great partner, but you fell out of love with them or you lost that feeling of love for them. No matter what happened, it is okay that you ended it, and the reason you ended it was completely valid. And one of the ways that I think you can have more confidence in your decision is I want you to write down exactly why you ended the relationship. Be super specific and lay out all of the reasons or incidences as to why it happened. And I want you to keep that writing either in your phone or nearby in your journal. And I want you to pull it out anytime that you're doubting yourself. Anytime you go into your head and think, I was overreacting, I shouldn't have ended things. I want you to pull out that writing and refresh yourself as to why you made that decision. Really any way that you can reassure yourself that you made the right decision will be helpful. Even um, you know, if you're feeling doubt, call up a friend and let them know how you're feeling. And my guess is that they'll affirm you and remind you that it was the right call. So as hard as that is, feel confident in the decision. I know this is not a decision that was taken lightly. I know it takes a lot of thought leading into it. So be sure that you are owning that decision with confidence and it'll make it a lot easier for you. So tip number two is it's still okay to feel all of your feelings. So again, even though you are the one who decided to end it, you are still allowed to go through the entire gamut of emotions that come with a breakup. Being the one that dumped the other person does not mean that you are not allowed to be sad, mad, angry, lost, confused, broken, devastated. Every single emotion that comes with a breakup, you are also 100% allowed to feel. All of your feelings are still valid and still justified. I think this is another trap that can be easy to fall into is thinking, I should be feeling this. I should not be feeling this. Remember, we do not like to use the word should around here. So don't beat yourself up for crying. Don't get frustrated that you're still feeling sad. No matter the means of what happened, you still lost a significant person in your life. So you can act as such. And a lot of this advice is similar to what I would tell someone who just got dumped, but be sure to utilize a journal to write out all of the feelings that are coming up. Allow yourself time to cry if you're sad or scream if you're feeling angry. So, and I would also still recommend leaning on your friends for emotional support as they are going to be a safe space to let your feelings out and let your feelings be known. Suppressing feelings is one of the biggest obstacles to getting through a breakup. And I think I think it's easy to feel like it's okay to let our feelings out if we were the one that got dumped, but it's for whatever reason, it's a lot harder if we were the one 
that ended it. And I know there are obviously certain situations where, you know, people are happy to end a relationship, but a lot of the time, even if the person did something wrong, it still feels really sad to have to do that. And it still is very, very painful. So remember to treat it like that. And you've heard me say on this show that I believe a breakup is a traumatic experience. And I still, I think it's absolutely still the same if you were the one that had to end it as well. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Let's move on to tip number three, which is you are allowed to set boundaries. So the girl who reached out to me over DM who prompted this episode was telling me that her ex was continuing to reach out to her, pleading for her to come back to him, and she felt obligated to hear him out because she hurt him. I think this happens a lot when you're the person to end it. You feel this sense of duty to remain friends with the person or still be there for them in some capacity because you were the one that caused the hurt. So you feel this sense of responsibility to help mend that. But I want you to know that that is not the case. And even though you hurt him, you do not owe him anything. I will repeat, you do not owe him anything. The person you ended it with is a grown adult, I will assume, who is able to soothe and take care of themselves like an adult. So I still recommend the no contact rule and you are still allowed to set boundaries. You're even allowed to block the other person if they're not listening to your boundaries. You still have the right to protect your heart, to protect your feelings, protect your energy, and you still need to heal from it. And it's going to be really hard to 
heal, to feel confident in your decision, like they, like I talked about in tip number one, and be able to move on if you're constantly hearing from them on how you hurt them or how they want you back. So whatever boundary you feel is right to set in your gut, you are allowed to set that. Just because you ended it doesn't mean that privilege was taken away from you. You still have every right to do that. There are different ways of phrasing it. So I, you know, I would say, I'm sorry that I hurt you, but I, for, in order for both of us to move on, I don't think we should be contacting each other. And I hope you can respect that decision. And if they continue to reach out, you can, you know, either reaffirm your boundary or you can hit the block button. That's completely, completely a hundred percent. Okay. So still listen to everything, you know, that I've talked about on the show on having to set different boundaries. I would do a refresher of the no contact rule for sure, because that's still something I think that applies here as well. And tip number four is along the same lines, but I really wanted to reemphasize it, but don't become your ex's shoulder to cry on. And as mentioned before, I know it's easy to feel guilty and feel some sort of obligation to comfort and take care of the person you just hurt. But I want you to know that by doing that, you're not only hurting your own ability to move on and heal, you're also hurting their ability to do that as well. By being their shoulder to cry on, you are stifling their ability or their opportunity to lean on other people, to reach out to friends who can actually help them out. And on top of that, you're likely giving them a sense of false hope that you'll return back to them. So you hear me talk a lot on here that breakups are a tremendous opportunity for growth. They're a tremendous opportunity to get to know ourselves, to reconnect with old friends, to really dig deep. And if you are constantly being that sense of healing and comfort to your ex, you're robbing them of that opportunity to go through this process as well. I also truly believe that if you are the person ending a relationship, you have a sense of responsibility to not provide a false sense of hope that you guys are going to get back together. It's easy to do this. I get it. When you break up with someone, you don't want to completely shut them down because you know that'll hurt even more. So you do this whole thing of, well, it's just not working for me right now. I'd still like to be friends. We do this because we want to come off as this nice person. But what you're actually doing is you're giving them this false sense of hope. And again, you're going to take that ability for them to fully move on. I got dumped five years ago and I later found out that my ex thought in his, in his head, well, I think we will get back together at some point or I would like to get back together at some point. And I remember thinking, I'm so glad that he didn't say that to me. I'm so glad that he never spoke those thoughts to me because if he had given me even the tiniest inch of hope that he thought we would get back together, I never, ever would have let go. I would have hung on to that for dear life. I would have tried to move on, but I would have kept returning back to that little sliver of hope. So I do think that if you're someone that dumped another person, you do have a responsibility to, to take that away. Even if you think maybe, I believe that if you're meant to be back together with someone, it'll happen, but just like, set them, it's essentially like set them free, 
set them free. So don't be there every time they call you crying. Again, that's just going to continue to bring you guys closer and make it harder for you guys to move on. So essentially, you just need to let them go. You need to trust that they do have the capability and the capacity to move on without you. I love the saying, you can't seek comfort from the person who caused the discomfort in the first place, even though they're typically the ones that we crave the love and attention and soothing from. Let them be. Focus on you. I would tell the exact same thing to someone who got dumped as well. Don't focus on your ex. Focus on yourself. And then the last tip is don't feel guilty about moving on at whatever pace feels right to you. Again, relating it back to a personal experience of mine, I remember after breaking up with a boyfriend, I felt so relieved. And I remember the first time I went out with friends shortly after the breakup, I felt so incredibly free and happy. And then shortly after that, this feeling of guilt just washed over me. I remember thinking, how could I feel so happy right after breaking someone's heart? This is a normal feeling to have, but in reality, it's not something that you should be feeling guilty about. I know when you're leading up to breaking up with someone, it's not a decision that anyone takes lightly to end a relationship, and it's likely something that you thought about for some period of time. And because of that, you started separating your feelings towards the other person earlier than the actual breakup. So you essentially started mourning the loss of the relationship before you even did the breakup. Basically, you got a head start on your healing than the other person. So that's why it's not fair to compare two exes healing processes because one person may have been contemplating this for a month and kind of slowly coming to terms with the fact that the relationship needed to end for a month and then the other person's completely blindsided. So you can't compare the two together. And because of that, it's totally okay that if if it feels like you're moving on really fast, So if you're ready to start dating again, or you find yourself feeling really happy soon after the breakup, that's completely okay. Don't add guilt to the feelings that you're already experiencing. Just because you're healing at a different pace than your ex doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong by any means. And again, if I'm going to flip this to someone who got dumped, this is the question I get so often People say, I don't get how my ex is moving on so quickly. And a lot of it relates back to this. You'll hear me talk about that there are a lot of differences between men and women, which I definitely still stand by that and think that's true. But the person who is doing the breakup, if you think about it, they're not being blindsided by it. They, It's probably something that they put a lot of thought into. So again, they're getting this head start. So it doesn't mean that the other... Like just because you're moving on quickly, it doesn't mean that the other person didn't mean anything to you. It just means that in your heart, you are ready to move on. You are ready to feel happy again and move forward in your life without this person there. So you can't compare the two and you can't feel guilty because you feel one way or another. That's it for the tips. I think you'll notice that there is a theme across all of them in sticking true to the decision that you made. I think when we know we need to break up with someone, it is a very strong 
gut feeling. And I think most of the suffering that comes from that comes after that is the doubt or the guilt or feeling sad to be the one that breaks another person's heart. A lot of it can come down to people pleasing. We don't want to be the bad guy. So we'd rather, you know, either be the one that got dumped and have to take the brunt of that, or we think we need to be miserable for a certain period of time afterward. Always remember that you're actually doing something really positive for the other person by ending the relationship. If you, I've seen this happen so, so often, but people will stay in relationships even though they're not happy because they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. But in the end, what you're actually depriving the other person of is you're depriving them of finding their actual person. You're hurting both of you because if you're not meant to be with someone, the longer you stay with them, the longer you're stifling their ability to find their true partner and find the person that they're going to spend the rest of their lives with. So you're actually setting them free in a way too. And by just listening to the people pleaser inside of you, you are hurting both of you. So that always helped me when in the times where I felt super nervous about having to end relationships. And then, you know, I see my exes move on and they're getting married and they did find their soulmate. And I think, wow, I'm so glad that I ended things because we clearly weren't meant to be together. So I hope that's all helpful. If you ever have an idea for a podcast episode, please DM me. You'll notice the last couple episodes that I have done have been direct feedback from someone in my private Facebook group or an Instagram DM. So definitely be sure to share what you're going through and what you'd like a little extra support on. I am doing this podcast for you guys. So I want to make sure I am presenting the most relevant content to what you are struggling with. So I hope to hear from you guys and I will see you back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.